Hi. For the last five years, a conspiracy theory has gripped America. The first we heard of it was in 2017, a year after Donald Trump, an ex-reality TV star, became president of the United States. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. No, I'm not going to give you a question. You are fake news. And just one month earlier, a man had marched into Comet Ping Pong armed with a semi-automatic rifle, telling the staff he'd arrived to find and free children locked in the basement. 28-year-old Edgar Welch was arrested in Washington Sunday afternoon outside Comet Ping Pong, a popular family pizza parlor. D.C. police say Welch fired at least one round into the restaurant floor with an AR-15 rifle. A number of things had led to this point, including Hillary Clinton's campaign chair, John Podesta, getting his emails hacked. Conspiracy theorists combed his email threads, claiming to find coded messages about cheese pizza which translated into revelations of a child sex ring being run by Democrats and the Hollywood elite. General Flynn himself has also spread stories claiming to link Mrs. Clinton to criminal activity. Six days before the election, Flynn tweeted, You decide. NYPD blows whistle on new Hillary emails, money laundering, sex crimes with children, etc. Must read. The story he referred to was fake. You could say the world had gone a little crazy. And it was only time before an anonymous person started sending coded messages to reveal an even larger conspiracy, something that shocked middle America to its core. The group believes all the birds in the United States have been killed by the government and have been replaced by government drones used to spy on the American people. A growing number of Americans have come to believe that birds aren't real, at least not in the United States. And after I got out of the military, I was uh, doing security for the CIA. And then they moved me into domestic intelligence. And it's while I was there that, well, I saw some things that I, I really wish I hadn't seen. Are you referring to bird drone surveillance? Yeah. According to this new group of believers, during the 50s, the CIA had every bird in America assassinated, replacing them with billions of robot lookalikes. Oh, sure, it's a code name we use for the process of removing all the living birds. They used a poison gas dropped from airplanes. According to those who believe the theory, the drones have been surveilling America ever since. Last year, the group descended on Twitter headquarters, protesting the use of a bird in the Twitter logo. Of course, like with so many conspiracy theories that have arisen like QAnon, this theory is ripe for discussion, especially in what it says about the human condition. So, grab your bird-watching gear and consider the cold hard fact that the birds might be watching you back. This is the Birds Aren't Real episode. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank, USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval, terms apply. We are supported by Ollie. I love Ollie. Yeah, they're delicious, aren't they? Yeah, it's kind of annoying because I want to eat more. Yeah, well, yes, that is the only downside of Ollie's. You want to eat the whole jar. <laughs> now, as you all know, I have kids, and that means it's always about them. But look, I need some support too, and that's where Ollie comes in. My mom uses Ollie. She does. Yeah, and she has it out on the kitchen table so she won't forget. Oh, sure. So it's like it's a decor. permanent decoration. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the same way, my Ollie sleep aid is on the nightstand next to my bed. So it too is a permanent There you fixture. go. So this year, I'm doing wellness on my own terms, and so can you with delicious vitamins and supplements from Ollie. Go to Ollie.com, O-L-L-Y.com to discover the sleep, mood, and multivitamin supplements we take every day and get 15% off your first order by using the code SPOTIFY15. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay.
David yeah. had strep throat at the show. Oh my God, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, so You're a very um, vulnerable <laughs> on a person I've been getting this... sick in America, but yeah. I think now my immunity must be way high. So when I said I thought I had COVID, right. that was the strep kicking oh, in. Okay. And so I felt so terrible. I thought I should tell everyone just in case I was, because I didn't want to give you guys anything. Yeah, I was yeah. glad you did because I also felt sick. And I was like, oh yeah, duh. Then we yeah. all have it. You have strep. Have you guys now been kissing when we're not around? There's been no kissing. Oh my God. I don't know how I got it. I don't know who I got it from. I've never had strep throat in my entire life. So I went into urgent care. I woke up and I swallowed and I was like, I wanted to scream. Ah. And then I was like, maybe it's just a sore throat that's got out of control. But then Saturday morning, I was like, this is too much. Mm -hmm. And so I experienced the American medical system for the first time because I don't have a doctor here. I didn't know right. where to go and what to do. Yeah. So I how went to this. It? It was good. I went to this Hollywood aftercare kind of thing. Uh -huh. There was a woman inside with, it was incredibly drunk. Okay. That was entertaining. Yeah. And then yeah. I paid $100 yeah. and I saw a doctor yeah. who said my cholesterol is a bit high. Oh. Which was a shock. They did a blood panel. They did. Yeah, they did that. <laughs> and got wow. an immediate result. Oh, no. Sorry. I lie. Blood pressure. Blood pressure. Oh. Blood pressure. Oh, that was makes high. a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I was like, they lied to you. They can't get that kind of turn. Right. No, no, yeah. they didn't lie. They didn't lie. Yeah. Let me look in your eyes. Yeah, you so, have high yeah, cholesterol. So, <laughs> so they took my blood pressure, and I think it's the bad American food I've been eating. Oh. And I've been exercising less since I've been here. Do you know the saying that it's a poor sportsman who blames his equipment? Oh, wow. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let that wow. sink in. Are you going to blame all of your shortcomings on America? <laughs> I've never had high cholesterol. He's also never had blood strep. Pressure. He's no. blaming strep on yeah. America, too. But wow. she looked down my throat and she said, this is one of the worst cases of strep <gasps> no! I've seen. White dots galore. Is yeah. that what she said? Oh, it was awful no. back there. It was awful. <laughs> so she got me <laughs> on. thing. Why didn't you tell us you were in horrible pain? Yeah, I just breathed through it. You know, it's like I've got to get through this thing. I don't. They're really big pills. Ooh, horse. They're huge. Equine. And within, I'd say, 12 hours the shards of glass in my throat had disappeared. Oh, yeah. And right now I feel incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You looked really chipper when you walked in. You came okay. into the garage. I was hanging some some artwork in Black mm. Mold Paradise. And you came over to return a drill bit you had borrowed. Oh. Yes. And you had such a chipperness to you. And you actually stood closer to me than you ever do. A more Americanism <laughs> showing. It's, yeah. Well, also his strep is gone, so he feels comfortable to stand a little closer. That's true. It's also that thing of when your body feels so terrible and then you come back to its natural state. You're like, this is so amazing. You have a gratitude for homeostasis. Exactly. I love homeostasis. You're right. It's rare to feel it. Like I had arthritis for so long undiagnosed and my knees just killed, killed, killed. And when I got on this medication mm. that made it go away in a week and I ran up some stairs in my backyard, I was like, <sighs> oh my God. You notice how much you swallow when oh. you have strep. Yes. Every swallow is And what sucks pain. about being an adult with strep, when you're a kid, it's an excuse mm. to eat ice cream. Sure. But when you're an adult. <laughs> is no, dairy recommended? Yeah, for, yeah. Oh, okay. Cold stuff. But when you're an adult, then it's like, then calories. Yeah. Then, yeah, which then, gets to the high blood pressure yeah, it's all a cycle. which is a problem I've got. <laughs> anyway. By the way, blood pressure readings are so temperamental. You could have like right. ran from your car to the place or walked briskly the whole way there and your blood pressure is going to be high. Mine's generally low. Okay. But if I bang a nicotine mint and sip some coffee in the waiting room and I get it, it's drastically different. Yeah, right. She did say I should go and buy a cuff from mm -hmm. a pharmacy and oh. like give myself a little test during the week okay, to see how it goes. That My dad fun. does that every day. So I might do that. And how's he doing? It's high. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he knows it's high, so maybe he can do something Yeah, I think about he's it, on right? some stuff. Apparently they're working, I mean, this is the important thing they should be working on, a vaccine for strep. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Back the thing the that you were things. cured of in 12 hours? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think we yeah. already like, have a cure for. I like, to, yeah, I like to focus this back on the big on problems. ones that have yeah. a great treatment already yeah. available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, great, great, great. Just putting it out there. <laughs> I agree. No, I think there yeah. should absolutely be a strep vaccine. And by the way, I'm glad you brought that up because that built in enough time for me to remember something, mm. which is a really <laughs> pertinent update Okay. for a previous conspiracy mm. episode oh. we have on QAnon. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the HBO documentary mm -hmm. series, if my understanding's correct, there were two different computer labs, like one in France, one in mm -hmm. another country, whatever, mm -hmm. completely divided. They both 
Unleashed AI to go through all of the writings on QAnon, all the posts, all the every social media. Every Q drop on every chain, And then much bigger than that, like a ton of people's social media feeds to look at their speech patterns, their writing mm -hmm. patterns. In both places, independently came up with the same answers. Yeah. It was started by the dude in South Africa. Ron Watkins. And then Ron Watkins took it over. Who's yeah. Ron Watkins? The bizarre. Pig farmer. Pig farmer's son, <laughs> though. Yeah, sorry, pig farmer's son. Yes. Yeah, it's funny because the documentary came to it. We all kind of knew that they were behind it just from observing these people and what they said in interviews. But yeah. then this like data crunching was actually like, no, it's definitely wow. these two. And independently, yeah. the same answer, which is so fascinating. Yeah. That's crazy. So it seems pretty conclusive at this point. It was those two. I wonder if like any kind of charges could be brought. Yeah, I wonder. Well, that's the thing. The FBI has QAnon listed as a terrorist organization. Okay. So if you've got these two guys that have kicked it off. But then I think the last I heard of those guys, like I think one of them is running for some sort of political position. The dad, so they're still doing their thing. He's hosting the server that then Q posts on. They own it. And he's talking about how much money it loses. And you're kind of curious the whole time. And I think really early on, I'm like, porn is involved in this story somehow. And sure <laughs> yes. enough, the way that guy had made his money originally was these Oof. pornography sites. Porn, hosting a whole lot of oh, pornography. Wow. But that yeah. gentleman is the one I believe running for some kind of office. It in is. Maybe Arizona yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I kind of have almost like switched off from that now. I don't care. I'm just like... These idiots. And the trouble is the Q drops and everything has been shut down. No one's putting the information out. But those ideas now yeah, just exist in the world. Yeah. And like QAnon isn't really a thing anymore. It's like a term you use to refer to like the original big plot and the big story that they outlined about the deep state. The, the big storm, the quiet storm, the big the, storm. Yeah, the storm is coming. <laughs> the storm you is know. coming, okay. But it, we're so far <laughs> removed from those ideas now. It's just this general idea of distrust. The media is lying to you. A whole lot of bullshit. We've moved on from QAnon, and now it's just like a blanket covering of Well, they created bullshit. a story vacuum. Yeah. And those people who were so invested in all that, I can't imagine they're all like, eh, I'm done with conspiracy theories. No, they love it. They just want to keep playing the game. Yeah, and I think 5G's really picked up speed. To me, 5G feels like a burgeoning <laughs> QAnon because I have family members that are concerned about it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Gosh. Really? Oh That's happening now. Well, maybe this is a good segue, all this talk of QAnon, into this episode. Have you heard of the Birds Aren't Real conspiracy theory? Because I feel some people have heard it all and some people have heard nothing. Nothing. The only thing I really saw was this video of this huge swall or whatever you call a fucking enormous <laughs> group of birds uh -huh. seemingly Just falling dropping. out of the sky. Yes, it's a compelling video, but then I read an explanation of it that I find way more plausible than robots. Also, has robot technology gotten so good that it is flesh and bone? Like all those dead birds were laying there on the ground and I didn't see any parts. Absolutely. I spoke to Peter McIndoe, who's the founder of Birds Unreal, and his whole explanation for this whole thing is that they'll occasionally plant a real bird on the ground dead to keep up the illusion that the ones in the sky circling us oh are real as well. It's not true. A bird landed on Erica's head and I saw it and it was a bird. <laughs> How about an eye? What, what, you saw feathers and you saw eyes. Like, did you see like... And it was... What? It was a bird. It was flying and it landed on her head and it got hurt. And then we had to trap it in a box and watch it for a bit, then eventually let it you go. You didn't have to call a mechanic. N exactly. <laughs> well, and I had hoped to never discuss this again on our show, but as you recall, I inadvertently murdered several pigeons. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I guess someone came and dropped those. Maybe like, that I was hit before, robots. Though. That was a long time ago that you did that. It was when Bieber's doc came out. When did the bird... No, they when? said the 50s. The 50s. So oh. I, I, I'll i just let Peter talk on this because okay. I feel like I'm going a bit insane when I talk <laughs> about this conspiracy theory. So Peter McIndoe, he's in his mid-20s. He's a young guy, but he's the one who's been getting the message out about this particular conspiracy theory. He's the one going to Twitter headquarters and protesting that mm. they have a bird in their logo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is his explanation for what he believes. Okay. I cannot even explain to you the beast in my chest that awoke when I found this information. I grew up, like many people, homeschooled in Arkansas, and wasn't until I started spending some time on the internet that I started figuring out some truths that I wasn't being taught. So I started spending a lot of time on 4chan. It was kind of lonely and just didn't really have many friends 
just I guess being homeschooled and all. And so the internet was sort of where I found my community. And on 4chan, people started showing me some really interesting evidence for things I hadn't been thinking about before. And when I started digging more, just more came. My friends and I started a group chat about it and really bonded together over learning about what was really going on. I don't know, it's kind of dark, but basically we started seeing some documents and some evidence that the United States government murdered 12 billion birds in the American skies over the span of 1959 through 2001, and then replaced the birds with surveillance drone replicas. No. It's a lot. Fuck, it's even crazier than Flat Earth. It's it a lot really to take. Is. It is. It is. Is it though? Yeah. yeah. Is it? It is. Because birds are real. Well, well, and you 12, can see them. <laughs> 12 billion. There's nothing Seriously. in that volume that we have our arms around at all. Mm -hmm. Think of what drones were 10 years ago, five years ago, and yeah. today. They're getting better and better, aren't they? Drone technology. Are smaller. you talking about the kind that a hobbyist use or the military drones? Because I just I'm, hobbyists, you know, oh, these little drones. Like, what's yeah. the difference between like a drone and then also popping some feathers on and flying it around? Uh, you know, from a physics perspective, an enormous <laughs> difference. All drones are using a helicopter blade or yes. four of them. Yeah, they're not flapping and wings. Are people controlling drones? How many people have to be controlling twelve billion birds? Who's hired to do this? But what a brilliant way to surveil the American public without them thinking of it. Like, you could look out the window now and you'd probably see a bird I looking hope, in. I hope a crow's out you know? there peeking. For what? Well, to okay. Keep so an let's, eye on the yes, American people. I want to explore that deeply. I want to, we need to comment on our guests really quick. Like so many people, I was homeschooled in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. That was the statement. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. Not a lot of people are homeschooled. Mm. It's very rare. And then I feel really bad that he was lonely. Mm -hmm. I just want to acknowledge that. Rarely are the leaders of these conspiracy theories the high school quarterback who was prom king or queen. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. Now I got a blast. Okay, so I just <laughs> said that and I do feel bad. But what irks me to no end is people who have done, quote, their research. You what, got a degree in ornithology? No. You know anything about birds? No. You followed hyperlinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a few hours, mm -hmm. it's so disrespectful to actual research. I hate that. Yeah, I agree with you on Educate that. Educate yourself. Yeah, you think that spending a day on YouTube is the same as getting a university degree. Yeah. Or going to the goddamn library and looking up references and pulling microfiche. I guess Completely. you don't even need to do that, but you know what I'm saying. Like I do. Going through reams of peer-reviewed yep. journals. Oh. I was talking with someone the other day about I think a big problem that we have that I don't quite fully understand how to solve is that a lot of science is really hard to access, right? Like if you're mm. reading like journals, yeah. just accessing that system of learning is really hard. Like often you have to pay for it. The literature is really impossible to read. Like you got a little abstract that kind of makes sense. Then you've got like 50 pages of incredibly complex stuff. Well, yeah. that's why research is research, right? Absolutely. It requires Absolutely. a base knowledge. And that's not accessible to like your Joe blogs who's trying to understand something, which is it both makes sense, but it's also kind of sad because science is inaccessible to so many people. So yeah. that's why people go down these lunatic wormholes on YouTube. That's fair. But I think that's a packaging and a branding issue. Like the info's there. Mm -hmm. I know Malcolm Gladwell, he spends all of his free time searching all these bizarre peer-reviewed things that yeah. didn't catch fire and he kind of puts shines a light on them. Like it's all yeah. out there, but there's no fun interface. There's but no, it also it's does not fun at all. require a brain that can synthesize that information. Not everyone can. Right. Because if I mm -hmm. ask this guy you just interviewed mm -hmm. how a drone works, mm -hmm. I promise you he doesn't know. And if I asked him physiology of a bird, I promise you he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So the two main components of the thing he's convinced about, mm -hmm. I guarantee he doesn't know anything about. He has seen some doctor document from the government. Mm -hmm. And that's enough for him. Yeah. But when you watch Inside Bill's Brain, mm -hmm. he's like, I want to tackle sanitation in Africa. So what does he do? He learns everything about bringing a product to market and scaling it. He learns everything about sanitation, the four components of all that. He educates us in every angle yeah. of what that's going to take imagine, and then <laughs> comes up with an idea. Imagine if that documentary, it was just Bill Gates like sitting down on YouTube and like watching a video. <laughs> watching people take a <laughs> dump. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. But I think people are sad they can't do that. 
Not yeah. everyone can be Bill Gates or you. Oh, shush. Or David. Like, uh, or Monica. Monica. No. Yeah. But Fishing for compliments. <laughs> Fishing for compliments again. Not everyone has that capability, but everyone 100%. wants that capability. Yeah. And so they find shortcuts. It's very hard to believe, like, I'm just not smart enough. Yeah, it's yeah a and it's a bad feeling yeah. as well. If I go and read some peer-reviewed bit of science, I find it really impenetrable yes. and it makes you feel stupid. Yes. And so Horrible. why would you keep reading a thing that makes you feel dumb yeah. when I could watch like a simple YouTube video that makes me feel really smart? And yes. if you already feel less than and you feel excluded, I understand that it's like, oh, you guys are the gatekeepers of all this knowledge, but guess what? We have the real now. I see the appeal of it. Mm -hmm. And I again, I'm really compassionate yeah. to it. It breaks my heart. But I watch the high divers in the Olympics. I can't do it. So I don't go do it. I have to accept my limitations. I can't fucking rip a triple yeah. Lindy off a 30-foot high dive. I'm going to die. Yeah, someone else might be better than you at a thing, including knowledge. I yeah. can't rock climb free solo style. You know, there's just there's so many things we can recognize our limitations. Yeah. But that one is really hard. Who is the costumed, like the art department, putting the feathers on the birds? Peter would say the U.S. government, who is, of course, involved the master of props, which is Hollywood which is, of course, run by the people that rule the world. That's fine. I understand mm -hmm. that a really great bird probably could be made, one or two. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the size of the Tesla factory, and they can barely make like 60 cars a week or whatever the fuck they're making, 12 billion, this would have to, I mean, just again, <laughs> if you have any knowledge of industrial <laughs> manufacturing, this would be like a 300 mile long factory floor. It would be unhideable. It's impractical. 12 billion. I don't know what product yeah. has reached the volume of 12 billion. Yeah. And also, M&M's probably. He also brings in the fact that they're replacing these birds on the regular. So migration of like birds migrating that is them being replaced by the next version of the drones. So it's not like there's like 12 billion drones and that's all we've got. They're regularly being replaced as well when new models come out. We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you, uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah, easy peasy? So easy. The best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. We are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having you were some... not to out you. You were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to be Rob and I received some texts. Yeah, I was morning. locked out of my therapy setting, which is this attic. <laughs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DAX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DAX. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for Ooh, it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. 
Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, they've amortized the cost. There's really, it's really only about a billion a year they've got to replace. Also, you never see anybody picking up the broken bird. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, no one came in front of my car. Okay, so let's, okay, with that in mind, just briefly, let's return to Havana Syndrome, which okay. is another episode we're doing. But like very quickly, for the last five years, the US government thinks that diplomats in Cuba and all across the planet are being attacked by some sort of sonic weapon by either originally the Cubans, but now it's happening in China. So it is the Chinese, it's the Russians. Point being, no one's seen a sonic weapon. No one has any idea who the enemy is. Mm. And yet the US government is taking that incredibly seriously and putting, you know, millions of dollars into helping these victims of sonic attacks. Yeah. So what I'm saying is what's the difference between that and the reality of birds not being real, being oh, devil's advocate? The scale, the sheer 12 billion. Yeah. That's it. A one-off sound rocket? Maybe. Yeah, but Havana Syndrome is happening to people in every continent except Antarctica, all over the planet. That's a lot of sonic weapons. That's a yeah. big plan. And the U.S. government takes it dead seriously. I would think the U.S. government would be more confident. Kind of like my attack on God is like, why is he so vain? Why is he like always <laughs> testing you if you love him? Similarly, like mm. the U.S. government, if there's a goddamn sonic weapon, we have it. We've yet to see something materialize in the industrial military complex on the other side of the world. We haven't seen that. 100%. America would know about it if such a weapon we existed. We would be the one who had it first. Yeah. So the fact America is like throwing their hands up going, <laughs> we don't know what this weapon is. We've got theories. That again, to me, just creates so much bullshit. Now let's go back it. to what you brought up. Why? Why are they watching us? There's this, and again, this is the definition of an alcoholic, which is a megalomaniac with an inferiority complex. So you have mostly that this appeals to people that are feeling less than, they feel inferior. And yet they're megalomaniacal because they think anyone would want to watch them. Yeah. And let's go to Aziz's joke. They're marching in the streets about being surveilled. And then while they're marching, they post themselves on TikTok and Instagram. They use this facial recognition software that swaps their face. They're giving yeah. every single thing away for free willingly. Absolutely. And then acting as if they want to keep some part of their life secret that the yeah. fucking government's interested in. I really love that stand-up set that oh, Aziz said. Yeah, incredible. Rob showed it to me so and it was good. really, really great. Monica led me to the promised land on that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 It's really great. Yeah. I was mad because I've been ruminating on the same kind of story and I've been writing one. So of course I had a pang of jealousy. Like, yeah, he yeah. It's like he the, did this. He like nailed it in 20 minutes. He beat me to market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he did a totally. better job. And Very it's all, efficient. <laughs> yeah. I know someone. So he was with people. These other people were chatting. They were outside and a plane flew by. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't look at that. Don't oh, look at that plane. This is wild. They're going to take your picture. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. And it's like, they have your face. Yeah, they everywhere. They already have your face. Yes. So he thought You're planes, giving it to them. He yes. thought planes were just surveilling us? Uh-huh, and also, taking pictures and face recognition. Again, and let's just talk about efficiency here for the government. So you could either create, manufacture, launch, maintain, control these planes, or you could hack into every single phone, which has a fucking camera pointed at your face while you scroll. Even if you don't have social media, if you use a telephone, you're staring at a camera the yes. whole time you're using it. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to get like, we've I'm been getting, getting stuck into Peter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's let him speak one more time. Okay, Give him one more chance I to shine. David. We live in a country that's done this overcorrection when it comes to pro-bird normalization in our media and in the entertainment industry in Hollywood and the way that the elites talk and the way that the politicians talk. We live in a bird-obsessed country. It's so fundamentally instilled in the subconscious of the nation that people don't even realize it. The national mascot is a bird. Every state has a state bird. The politicians talk on the bird app. The list goes on and on and on. You know, why was Hillary Clinton seen with Big Bird 200 times over the span of 2000 through 2002? 
These are the questions the public is not asking because society's been set up in such a way to send them so far in the other direction. Birds are so real. People can't even consider the other side of the argument. Hey, he makes oh, some good points. That <laughs> We are very pro-bird. It's the wild craziest two minutes. two minutes I've ever experienced in my life. Why are they allowed to say 200 times? No one has been with fucking a big bird. They don't have 200 episodes in the last five years. Where did mm. that number come from? Yeah. You could say that with most conspiracy theories of every number associated with anything. People are like talking about like how many vaccine related injuries have happened, right? Uh -huh. Like people are quoting random numbers. Where did that number come from? Yeah. References don't matter. For conspiracy theorists at all right it's no. just like let's just state our truth yeah and people will just go along with hillary it. has posed with big bird 200 times so that is just really quick that's out of 365 days in a year two out of every three days she goes and takes a photo <laughs> with big bird come on man I mean, yeah yeah if you just look at the basic facts you can start to pull it apart very quickly again the heartbreaking part is him saying elite i him know, saying politician, and I know. I, that's he a bummer feels less than then we need to fix that bird obsessed culture we live in a bird obsessed culture according to him i want to play you an interview that peter did recently on wgn about maybe about a month ago oh so he got himself on oh he gets actual, on he's on tv he's, he's on our show he's being interviewed um in the media a lot lately <laughs> So this is him on their, the um, on their morning news. Uh, you know, Gen Z is full of some amazing men, women, and children that are aiming for change. And I think that that is, you know, just what our movement's all about. But it's more than just Gen Z's falling for conspiracy theories. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! Oh my God. I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we hope you're wait, okay. Wait, Why don't we give you some time to sleep yourself? If you need help, let us know in the control room there. So for the people who didn't see it, he just vomited at least two full cups of milk that he was drinking out of a coffee cup. But he was chugging the milk and then... <laughs> and he just rocketed it. Yeah, sucked up everywhere. Wait, so, is this guy a genius comedian? So he is, <laughs> he is a genius comedian. Uh, and <laughs> it was such a big vom as well. Yeah. So I talked to him about that because I assumed what he had done is that he had just swallowed a bit of that milk and spit just it spat out. it out. That's what it looked like to me. Before that interview, he had just devoured a lot of clam chowder, oh. just like down and down and down. So that was an actual vomit. What? From the guts oh, that he did. Like, he fully committed to that bit. Wait, he did it on purpose. He did though. it on purpose. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Peter McIndo oh, is, is a satirist. Oh, okay. So, okay. his whole point of the Birds Aren't Real is, campaign is, a bullshit. is that it's complete bullshit. Oh. And that none of it's, you know, he's just using it as a way to illustrate like how conspiracy theories work. Oh, great. Oh. Yeah. Right, 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 right. What a twist. Really? What a twist what a, in the yes. episode. Big twist. You know, big twist. So now him saying like so many people I was homeschooled in Arkansas is, that makes sense. He yeah. wasn't homeschooled in Arkansas. No. The cat behind him is a plaque. He was homeschooled. Mm. Well, why would you believe that? This is him as himself, not as his character, as leader of the movement. So this is what he says is the oh, reality am, I'm sure. of oh, yeah, the situation. Yeah, so too. this is Peter Take Two. I grew up in a closed off, kind of conservative homeschool environment in Arkansas. I went to classrooms and churches, you know, with five other kids in the classroom. And we would be taught that, you know, there are these massive agendas in the public school system and kind of these brainwashing systems put into place for evolution and gay rights and these different elite agendas. And was just sort of drenched in that for my childhood. So when Birds Aren't Real came around, it kind of came into the world as, I guess, like almost like a prank. Like it had no real intent as a larger project or as a satire. I barely even knew what satire meant. I was in Memphis, Tennessee. This was early 2017. And it was Trump presidency. Tensions were high. And there was a women's march happening. And there were counter protesters at the women's march, just like being dicks. And it just felt so absurd and everything felt aggressively hyper-partisan and strange. So it was just sort of like a reactionary thing. I just always thought it'd be funny if someone had a sign at a rally that had nothing to do with what was going on at the rally. So I 
It was like, I'm at a rally right now, why not? And took a sign off a wall and just wrote like the three most random things I could think of on the back of it, which were birds aren't real. No. So that was the origin of the whole thing. He was like annoyed at these counter protester kind of morons down there. And he's like, I just want to have a stupid sign. And you know, in every protest, you see a dumb sign, oh, someone yeah. holding up, you know. Most. Yeah, most. So yeah, he just wrote Birds Aren't Real. And at that rally, like three years ago, people reacted to it and just found it enticing. And he's like, I'm just going to carry this project on and I'm going to make a website that has the entire backstory of the CIA replacing all the birds that I'm going to get a bunch of followers. We're going to turn up at different events like and Twitter at Twitter headquarters and just protest and get this thing rolling out. They've oh. taken out billboards around the United States and people are genuinely oh. puzzled by his message, whether he's real or not. Some people well, get the joke, us. some people don't. Yeah. The brilliant thing that he's doing, because he is doing a variety of interviews now, but whenever he does an interview to talk about his actual project, his satire project, like Vice did something with him recently. Okay. He'll come out immediately on his own social media afterwards and be like, that was a false flag. They're using a deep fake of me, which is exactly what conspiracy theorists do all the time. If something comes out to counter them or to change the facts that don't suit them, they'll just come out and say, oh, no, it was a deep fake. Or no, that email was a lie or that doesn't exist. So it's kind of brilliant in a way because he can go and like talk as himself about his satire. He can be on both sides. But he can be on both sides being himself, which is really fun. I wonder if our side that we like is the real one. Right, I mean. Well, can we watch uh, the spit take again? I know because now now I I started laughing in the middle of thinking what an incredible spit take that was. And he said, I'm so nervous. I know, I know. But it's more than just Gen Z's falling for conspiracy theories. Why? I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, we hope you're okay. Why don't we give you some time to collect yourself? If you need help, let us know in the control room there. It's fantastic, but I have some notes. He got to the, I'm sorry, I'm nervous, too quick. If yeah, he, if he had, he, I mean, that that's almost like a Will Ferrell-esque. God, if he had just a built coaster. in another beat yeah. before he there's, there's explained though, why that like, happened. There's, there's a pressure involved. He's yeah. 24, and he's obviously, to do what he does, I mean, it's like what Sasha Baron Cohen does, right? Like, he'll get into a yeah. real situation, like on a news network, but yeah. Sasha's got a whole team around him. This reminds me more of the guy who would do yo-yo demonstrations. You know that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd always go to these small local market news channels, and he'd offer to put on a, a yo-yo demonstration, and he'd always lose his temper in the middle of it because a trick would go wrong. Oh, it was, But he's God. on, he, he had been on like 25 newscasts. Yes. Yeah. And then you, he would mention that he's there's, he has a restraining order or that he's on the, the, the <laughs> Sex offenders list, or that's why he's not at the school, or you know. Often these people get on early morning TV shows because they've got hours to fill. It's like, oh God, we're on here for three hours. We need anyone to come and talk to us. So they're the perfect places to prank. So he's been doing this a lot. Yeah. And he'll always have a gag. So he'll turn up and he'll obviously sell it to them in a certain way, like, I'm serious about this thing. And then once he's on set, like, you would be nervous, right? Yeah. Like, all those, like, you know, like you're on here going out to all these Americans. If we interviewed him and he fucking shit his pants or something to be crazy, <laughs> what would we do with that? I love that. They, yeah, then they have to maintain their composure. The no, they news. do. There's another clip he did recently where he went on to a news station and he went on, as I've been playing the clips, like completely deadpan, like a believer in the theory. And the newscaster gets really annoyed at him. She's like, when we were setting this interview up, you told us it was satire. Oh. And he's like, no, don't lie. I never told you that. Oh. And this is playing out live and it gets so awkward. And so entertaining. Oh, but I love this guy. This is a good strategy. Some people would be like, it's so disrespectful to the team of newscasters, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm. But no, it's actually illustrating the fact that they'll let any motherfucker on. Mm. This was a thing I wanted to write uh-huh. recently, which was mm-hmm. like, and this is a Paul F. Tompkins joke, so I'm mm. not taking credit for it. But Paul F. Tompkins often says, like, you don't argue with the guy in front of 7-Eleven with a parrot on his shoulder. You know that he's in a different reality. But the fucking news legitimizes the most insane things because they actually let the person with the parrot on their shoulder on news all the time. And, and, and it's unchallenged. Unchallenged, right? Yes, it's like the 1% yeah. of the crazy, that's who's yeah. on the news every time they interview someone. And it's that thing, like I was taught this in journalism school back in the day, like you have to be fair, right? And have like both sides represented. Yeah. And it's yeah. this idea of like, if you've got someone saying like, 
the sky is blue, you've got to have like someone on there saying like, no, it's actually red or something. That's no. a really bad example. But like yeah. they're very different things. And yeah. you can't give 10 minutes. This is my lefty liberalness coming through. You can't give 10 minutes to a climate change scientist and then give 10 minutes to a climate change denier. I think the other thing he's proving so clearly is that whoever's booking people on these early morning slots, they don't just do Google a name or look to see who this guy is or where else he's been. Because like very quickly they could find out that he is running a satirical yeah. campaign. Also, they could simply go, birds are real, so we're never going to let someone on to talk about yes, the fact that they're not. Yeah. 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 We're not going to let someone come on and say slavery didn't exist. Yeah. We're not going to let a Holocaust and I come on. We don't do these things. I mean, no. this is the big argument right now. What can platforms put on their thing? Absolutely. Yeah. It's what's tricky. worthwhile, what's not. And this reminds me of our stance on paparazzi taking pictures of minors. I was never making a First Amendment argument. I was making a decency responsibility argument. And I'm not saying that we need to change the First Amendment to exclude it. I'm saying if you run a news organization, you, as a journalist with integrity, have a moral obligation totally. to do that. Not a legal one. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Yes, everyone has the fucking right to believe whatever they want. They don't have a right to a guaranteed airtime. 100%. Yeah. People don't realize that, they though, do they? And get, figure that they out. They can't fathom it no, at all. No. What I love about his campaign in general is, like, it is so silly, clearly, but also, it's no less silly than so many of the things like we talk about on the show, right? Like, it's a little bit sillier yeah. because we've all seen a bird. Like, you, your friend had a bird, like, fall on their head and stuff. You know, we, like, interact with birds a lot. You get shit on by a bird. <laughs> you yeah. get shit on. If you're lucky. Yeah, he says, by the way, that being shat on, that's like a tracking device. So when you get a little bit of poo on you. <laughs> and also, the other fact I really love is that when they're on power lines, they're recharging. Oh, Which well, I also cool. find like clever. really cool. clever and really great. I like that. By the way, the Japanese would have to be making these birds. Oh, absolutely. For them not to break. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The only people that could be making them <laughs> would, be, would be Honda or Toyota. Yeah, it's, that's incredibly true. Yeah, so yeah. it's weird that we farmed out this top secret. So, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, though. I just, because now my, my brain has exploded. Mm. and uh, mm. People, though, do follow. Like, this... Oh, oh yeah. so believe people, this. Yeah, so it's not a great proportion of people, but it's like not a great proportion of people follow Flat Earth. Right. Some people do believe it. So he'll be at a rally. He's posted up various things on his social media where he'll just be in conversation with people. And you often go to other protests and with his birds aren't real sign and start telling them about how the American government has replaced all the birds with clones. And people are nodding along and kind of go, oh, I should go to your site and read about this. They're yeah. not going, that's fucking insane. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a certain proportion of people that swallow it. I mean, that's the joy of conspiracy theories in general, right? You can flip flop in a million mm, different ways mm -hmm. and kind of like keep up your narrative depending on like what angle you're taking. It's yeah. like the loose change yeah. guy, the guy that created that 9-11 documentary. We interviewed him on the show. Oh, and yes. Yeah, he was very unclear about like how much of his conspiracy theory and loose change he actually believed and how much he, he didn't. He just had he, a he successful would, yeah, film and wanted yeah, to make more. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so mm. like it gets very blurry at times. I mean, that fucking spit take. What <laughs> that a, what a triumph. It was really good. But I mean, I really like, I feel so gullible. Like I really was <laughs> in, I believed it. And even when he said, I'm so nervous, I act, I felt sad. I felt sorry oh for God. him. <laughs> oh, I, that's so me. empathetic. That's so nice. That, that, see, I, I, that, um, I, I saw through his acting. That's the you first did. time I realized this guy's up to something comedic. No, I fully was still in oh, it. Oh, you're and so I was kind, sad. Monica. That's no, I'm so just nice. gullible, I think. <laughs> you're, all, but you're all gullible. I would say that's not gullibility because, is that a word, gullibility? You know the word gullible's not even in the dictionary. Really? <laughs> that's a fun thing you can say to people. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, it actually, <laughs> you were placating me. <laughs> <laughs> was, it was amazing to watch that play out in front of me real time okay you are gullible but the point is but the point is is that you don't have to be gullible to believe that someone in america believes something preposterous and is, has a movement behind that yeah no that is happening all the time you're not gullible it is happening all the time but you are gullible but also i am yeah, clearly yeah <laughs> one thing that was wild <laughs> it's really really good uh, the meanest thing I ever did, my ex-girlfriend, Carrie, who I just love, she's just the sweetest person alive. She really is a unicorn. And this is why she probably believed me. So I hit her with the gullibles, not in the dictionary. I learned that from someone else. She went for that. And then one time she was talking about rainbows. And I said, wait, are you talking like you think there's really rainbows? Not just in movies and in like kids coloring projects. What? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, 
no, yes, rainbows. And I go, you, oh, so you just think sometimes in the sky, all these colors are in this beautiful arc? Oh, no. Because when you start breaking down what a rainbow <laughs> is, it kind of sounds it preposterous. Sounds yeah. And I kind of convinced <gasps> her there weren't rainbows. I let her off the hook immediately, okay. but it was a good 40 minutes where I was making my case. And then it's she was starting really, to feel crazy. I guess I was gaslighting really good. the fuck out of her, you, but I was 19. Were. Yeah. 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 But that's oh deeply funny. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, because when you start thinking about it, and I was just like, I, every color in yeah. a box of crayons is uh, floating in the sky. <laughs> oh my there's God, what? There's hilarious. also there's gold at the end of it and leprechaun. Like, uh, mom, this and she's is like, all. No, that's not real. But right, yeah, oh, be- that part's not real. But the other part where there's just a fucking candy cane in the sky. Wow. Yeah. We are supported by Taco Bell. Ooh. Oh, man. We often do two recordings a day and we have this little nice lunch break that we enjoy and we're always craving something really yummy. Yeah, something fresh, something high quality, something like the all new cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell, which is Mm. exactly that. Mm. It's so yummy. It has slow roasted chicken, the pico, that purple cabbage and an avocado verde salsa sauce. Oh, delicious. Outrageous. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, Burrito, and Quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Okay, when did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Well, let's just say I'm a weirdo and I want to be messy and see what you're up to, like who you're hanging with. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. I knew you did that. (laughs) No, I did not do that. I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends and then use that money any place Apple Pay is accepted. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Monica, please keep it in the chat. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC, terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank, USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval, terms apply. It's really good. I always think like raising children, there's so much opportunity to like mess with them about what's real and what's not. Because, you know, there's certain rules you're allowed to tell your kids that Santa's real for a while, right? That's like an agreed upon rule. But you can't mess with them in too many ways, right? But I always think you could. And wouldn't that be absolutely fascinating? Well, I do it all the time, but we don't have any of those ones. There's no being that is his father and Mm. his son in our household. Mm. There's no Easter Bunny, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? One that they got mad at me, but I let them off immediately, right? We have a very lit up tree in our yard. As you know, it's, it's really over the top. Very bright. And I told them that it's a landmark and that people are going to be stopping to take photos in front of it and stuff. So we were driving down the road and I said, oh, my God, we're coming up to the landmark. And they got really excited to see a landmark. And then they were yeah. then they were mad at me. Like they became no, I love apologize that. and there's a there's a film I really love called Dogtooth where these parents it's really dark, but they mess with their kids in really interesting ways. So like <laughs> it goes back to your whole plane thing. They taught their kids that planes aren't these giant things in the sky. They're actually tiny but very close. Oh. So occasionally the dad would just yeah. like heff a model plane over the house and it would land in the no. yard. <laughs> And the kids would be like, oh, my God, one of these things has fallen out of the sky. And then the other thing they did to mess with them, just on the on occasionally their mother would go and get some live fish and just throw them in the pool. And they're like, the fish are here. And so the kids thought fish came because they'd magically appear in the pool. And so the kids would then like go and get a spear gun and kill the fish and then have for dinner that night. And so these kids were growing up with just all these messed up beliefs, like planes yeah. were tiny yeah. and that fish always come from the pool. Oh, and the whole wow. film is like that. But and it's, always, um, it's a narrative. It's not. It's a, narr- it's a narrative. A it's a okay. narrative. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I always just think if I ever had kids, I would just be incredibly tempted to mess with them in certain ways, like the tree landmark, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The other thing that Peter does that I think is worth mentioning, because I always forget about this with him, the cool thing he's done, he's not just using it as satire and to you look at other conspiracy theories and how they work. He's now got this huge group of people around him in different cities who basically now can turn up to any idiotic protest 
and kind of disrupt it in a really fun way. So we spoke on that a little bit. At the University of Cincinnati, there was an abortion rally happening. These pro-life people came out with really graphic signs of like literally mutilated children. And I mean, these really disturbing images and we're just condemning people. And we have something called the Bird Brigade, which is our boots on the ground activism network of bird truthers and there's college chapters. So at the University of Cincinnati, we have a chapter. And whenever they heard about this rally happening, they came out in full force with birds aren't real signs and basically counter protested this by posting up next to it and exercising their First Amendment right as well. Within minutes, this rally became a birds aren't real rally and floods of people just just came in chanting birds aren't real and it was sort of overrun by comedy to the point where they were just marched off campus by a group of people chanting birds aren't real. It was overwhelmed by absurdity. It's a really great idea, right? Like instead of getting angry at like a protest or something, just swarm it with this this message that's more ridiculous. Yeah. What do you call the bird? The Bird Brigade. Bird Brigade. <laughs> Boots on the ground. That's bird truthers. Great. This yeah. person's a genius. He's really smart. He's doing this full time now. So like they put out their merchandise is actually amazing. Like they sell like really beautiful t-shirts. So they've got like the drones of North America. And it's just all the birds of North America oh. on this beautiful shirt and like what type of drone they are. I want to be a member of the Bird Brigade. Yeah. Yeah. And be a bird truther. And it's got the law built around it now. So if you turn up to one of these protests, like there will be people there that are confused. They think it's real. Like yeah. there's like law behind it you can send them to a website yeah so like you could just make up that sign today birds aren't real and turn up to like a local thing that's happened some terrible I'm gonna, protest that's happening. i'm gonna go to the next movie premiere i attend where the birds aren't real <laughs> yeah. you absolutely should the great thing about birds aren't real it's three words it gets this amazing idea across like so quickly like mm-hmm. you know exactly what it's about you want to learn more about it yeah it's a fun thing to chant mm. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, and it's a really positive way to like push back against some really bad ideas. So obviously the bird brigade is in on it. Yeah, they're all in on it. But the people on social media I'm seeing that post that big swall or <laughs> oh, squall, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, of I, birds hitting the ground, that feels Are sincere. they in on it too? Or Yeah. That's no, I mean, a lot of it is, it's a bit like Flat Earth, where like a lot of people that are into Flat Earth are like into it just because it's a joke. Yeah, and yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, And yeah, I think yeah, a lot yeah. of birds aren't real people uh, that say they believe it are probably full of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're just in on the joke as well. Mm. But there are definitely some people that look for proof, not a lot of them, um, but that bird school was one of them because they all just look like their power was off and they all just like fell yeah, from so the sky. It is weird. It's like thousands of birds in this big swarm, squall, swall, swell, mm-hmm. and they just immediately drop mm. out of the sky and then hundreds and or thousands of them are now just laying on the ground dead. Yeah. But of course it was explained that what probably happened was they were flying low and a predator flew overhead, and in their evasive oh. move down, they just underestimated how, how close they were to the ground, and yep. they just all killed themselves Ooh. on accident. I'm just gonna play the clip for you, Monica, just quickly. Yeah. Oh! Oh my God, that is startling. Yeah, that's a wild bit of footage. Yeah, so if you're believing that like birds could be drones, that's like, oh yeah, someone turned the power off, and they all malfunctioned, okay, and then they crater into the still, ground. That's, I mean, now <laughs> yeah. it's like, what's the point? Because now we know it's all fake, but it's, Still, then they would just go look and see like parts on the ground. That's exactly what 100%. I said. There's no parts. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, though, the Japanese are manufacturing it. So I, oh. you know, if anyone could do it. I really like that the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, which is like a very official government outfit, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. They just sent out a tweet in January birds are real. Full stop. <laughs> So like people, I love it when like some dry balls organization like that decides to like get on board with all this stuff. It's really fun. This is a big twist. I was not expecting this. Say that agency one more time for me because I love it. It is the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Consumer. Oh, am I? Oh, 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 no. I didn't even know what you were saying. I love it. Consumer report. So I meant to say consumer. Yeah. (laughs) Consumer oh report. I thought you were saying a word I just didn't I'm never going to open my mouth again. What is shocking to me about the consumer agency is that they have several hundred thousand followers because clearly no one's following them under the age of 75. And then that begs the question, how are these 75-year-olds on Twitter? It's got the great Twitter handle of at USCPSC. <laughs> so sexy. Very captivating. Oh what branding. So the Twitter FBC. thing was just like a funny, fun 
thing to do. Just a fun thing to do. I mean, it's a funny gag. It's like yeah. the biggest social media network in the world has of a bird course. as their logo. So, of course, we're going to go and protest that. Man, you know what's just so sad is like it's also just so that believable that this could be real. Yeah. Because, and again, this is where I'm going to blast media, which is because they put those people on TV. Yeah. Like really pre that, there were just as many lunatics, but we wouldn't have believed anyone would believe it because we didn't see them nonstop. Completely. At the moment in New Zealand outside parliament, we have, you know, like the Canadian trucker protests yep. that were happening. Yep. New Zealand's a couple of years or at least a couple of months behind everywhere else. So we had our own trucker protests that started. So we're doing all that stuff. But it feels like if you watch the news in New yeah. Zealand, every story, the whole bulletin, every program is like, oh my goodness, these protests. And you'd think that half of New Zealand had basically become like incredibly angry about vaccinations and mandates and all the rest of it. It's a, it's a tiny bit well, vocal group. Yeah, yeah, I fell for it with the Canadian thing because it, there's a lot of people, right? But then mm -hmm. it came out that like high 80% of all truck drivers in Canada are already vaxxed. So right. you're like, oh, yeah. it's the vast majority agree with that. Yeah. Completely. But to take a little bit of onus off the media, everyone just has their own platform now. Everyone can have a podcast. Everyone can go on YouTube. It's not just the media. It's just that, like, if you're catchy, yeah. people will follow you. Absolutely. That's true, but I don't personally believe that people with podcasts have the same responsibility as the media because the media wants to be and should be trying to remain a source of information yes, vital to I all agree. of us. And there are many popular Christian podcasts. So it's not like the Christian podcasts have to be or should be mandated to have a real timeline of the totally. geology of planet Earth. I don't think that's true. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And mm -hmm. songs that then play that are way popular, but say, I fell in love at first sight. No one needs to put a disclaimer that, you know, you felt oxytocin at first sight and not, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe art needs to be regulated like that. But I do believe news, which is not art, it is information, does need to be regulated. The whole idea of those news organizations is they're holding power to account. They're the fourth estate. Yes. They're meant yeah. to be impartial. They, they actually all that have stuff. governmental protection. Yeah. yeah. Trust has really been eroded in a certain amount of the population towards organizations we used to trust fully. And I don't think that's coming back. We're seeing that in New Zealand with these protests at the moment. I know. And those newsrooms, sure, they've got less money now because like journalism is sort of being hollowed out. But those journalists still come to work wanting to be objective and to tell the yeah. truth and largely are because they should be at a higher level. Yes, they have different protections. Like doing a libel case against a news outlet is really, really hard versus an individual for many reasons. So that As we have be. a fourth yeah. estate. Yeah, they should be free to criticize and to talk about And they about can things. have confidential informants. There's all kinds of protections they have for good reason and we should protect it. Yeah, and the problem is it's also pushing people into... Because the media, I guess, is becoming much more opinionated, whether yes. it's CNN or Fox, whatever side you're on, people are being pushed into being their own opinionated broadcasters on these other social media networks. And that for them is validating and people listen and it all just continues. That's a great way to look at it. If back in Walter Cronkite mm. days, they were starting at zero. So your conspiracy yeah. theory would be like two deviations to the right or left Absolutely. of that. Yeah, wild. But if your news source is already three standard deviations on either side of mm -hmm. the truth, now your fucking conspiracy theory has to be six deviations away. Yeah, it starts to blur increasingly. And it's like, yeah, where do I put my trust? What source you do I put my trust You gotta one-up the in? already skewed view. Yeah, and it's also reverse. Like people used to put their trust in newsrooms because this idea that there's this editorial process there. Mm -hmm. Now it's almost swung into the opposite where people trust an individual broadcasting a thing because how can they be bought or controlled because it's mm -hmm. just them with an opinion. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. yes. But that's not how it should arguably work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, tricky time we're living in. An exciting time. This is going to self-terminate <laughs> or it's going to get corrected in this fascinating way. And we're right here to observe. We are here to observe it. I hope the pendulum swings back in some little way. All right. Well, that was fun, man. So uh, fun. Yeah, that was really fun to have been tricked. Yeah. yeah I just said do I don't trick. like pranks. I said that on a recent fact check, but I liked this prank. Pranks yeah. are good, right? This pranks one. Are good. This well, one's yeah. okay. And I think because like we all shared it together. Yeah. You weren't singled out. Yeah. I, if I was, yeah. I would have cried. The only one was the gullible thing. That's the only yeah. time it got personal. And I, I, I retract that. And I, <laughs> I love just being able to sit over here and watch that play out over here <laughs> like a little sitcom. I loved it so much. Um, I want to mix 
up some future episodes a little bit and we should talk about some conspiracies that are real. Oh. Just to really sort okay. of mess with ourselves a little yeah, bit. You're, that's yeah, that's a great idea because some of them have proven to be correct. Some of them are correct. Yeah. Not all conspiracies are factually incorrect. All right. Like Tupac being yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with the most obvious. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>